Hey everybody, welcome back to another edition of the First in Orange podcast presented by the Denver Post. This is sports writer Kyle Newman, joined as usual by my colleague Ryan O'Halloran out here in Dove Valley following the Broncos walkthrough on Tuesday. And we're going to be going over the news of the day. Vic Fangio names the starting quarterback for first preseason game in Minnesota, talking injury updates and what to look forward to for Broncos fans as the Broncos travel to Minnesota for joint practices and the game. So we'll start off with the news of the day, Ryan. Drew Locke will be starting quarterback in the first preseason game. Teddy Bridgewater will be starting quarterback in the second preseason game in Seattle. What do you read the tea leaves on for this one? Well, I, I never want to be the guy who says I'm not surprised because that's part of the thrill of doing this job is things come out of nowhere. But uh, this is what I expected. Here are a couple of reasons. First one is obvious. Vic said the first day of training camp, both quarterbacks, Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater, were going to get a preseason start. Secondly, I thought it was going to be Locke against Minnesota as the you know, quote-unquote incumbent, and that's what Vic said. Hey, first snap of the first practice, he's been here longer, he's got it. Here's the biggest reason in my mind. If you started Teddy Bridgewater against Minnesota, the quarterback competition's over. And because you've stuck to that gun of Drew Locke, has been here, gets the first snap. It's easier, in Vic's, I think in Vic's minds, it's easier to go Locke first game, Teddy second game, make a decision after the Seattle game. So, you know, he didn't commit to how long each guy's going to play. They made play with starting offensive linemen. And he made, you know, it's a good reason he gave for not saying how long because you never know what the play count's going to be. If you go three and out, three and out, and it's the end of the first quarter, then you probably want to stick with Locke a little bit longer. So, hell of an opportunity for Locke. Uh, I've always viewed him as the underdog in this competition because the new GM, George Payton, acquired Bridgewater. He did not draft Drew. So uh, it's uh, you know, a, a big chance for Drew to make this decision harder. And a couple more reactions to that. Not just a chance for Drew Locke, but for Teddy Bridgewater, maybe uh, a little more fuel to the fire, push him a little more. Because like you said, you don't want the quarterback to competition to be over this quickly necessarily if you're Vic Fangio you want Teddy to be you know pushed a little bit more well one thing I asked Vic today you know he says no separation even Steven is that a good thing that's his company line he's been sticking to yeah I said is that a good thing he says yeah he goes I'm I have confidence in both these guys that's great but two weeks from yesterday 13 days from now I think it's time to make a decision because it gives the starter against the Giants, three weeks of work with his first-team offensive line, with Lloyd Cushenberry doing the snaps. And, you know, the receivers and tight ends are a little bit underrated because they'll be in and out of, in and, in and out of those practice drills. So um, I don't know how to, you know, what they're doing in Jacksonville, giving Gardner Minshew first-team reps with Trevor Lawrence, that's a charade. That's a joke. Trevor Lawrence is the first overall pick. Here, I sort of get what they're doing. The only thing I would disagree on is – I would give each guy a day against Minnesota. Say, hey, Drew, Wednesday's your day. Every first team snap, you're getting it. Teddy, your day is Thursday. Get into a rhythm. Create a little bit of rapport. Try, you know, try and put some drives together, some third downs in these joint practices. So that would be the only way I would have adjusted this competition. And you'll be up there in Egan, Minnesota, at the Vikings practice facility, tracking all that from the joint practices. Final thing on this uh, QB talk before we move on to injury updates. With this being obviously the most consequential preseason action Drew Locke's going to see, is, is there a lot of pressure on Locke to go out there, make some plays, and maybe even more so not make those mistakes that Vic Fangio is looking to avoid? Yeah, and one thing Vic said, 
as they're evaluating the whole body of work, he goes, some statistics that you guys aren't tracking, like playing time completions, to me, that's mental errors. Are they going to the right place with the football? Are they throwing it on time? That's the challenge for Drew in this preseason game. Hey, can you make the right decisions? Can you not turn it over? And if I'm him, I go out and let it friggin' rip because he's the underdog. And make this decision tough for week one, but also down the line if this team struggles, that Vic Fangio has confidence going to Drew at some point in the season. First in Orange podcast, that's Ryan O'Halloran. This is Kyle Newman out here at the Broncos facility at the UC Health Training Center. The field crew as a backdrop here you might hear on the pod. Appreciate you they, they, bearing with us. They must. All they do is cut the lawn here. Cut the lawn and then blow it out. You know, they want to keep the sidewalks clean too. But anyways, hey, Broncos fans, I'm sure appreciate it coming out here to training camp. That'll continue, of course, after this week as the Broncos travel to Minnesota. But first, a couple injury updates and a non-injury update. Bradley Chubb missed today's practice due to a personal issue, but Vic Fangio said he'll be with the team in Minnesota. Yeah, family thing he had to attend to. So he'll meet the team in Minneapolis either tonight or either Tuesday night or Wednesday morning. They don't practice until 2 o'clock Central time. So new injuries from Sunday's practice. Cornerback Michael Ojemudier has a uh, leg soreness. And Josh Watson, leg soreness as well, the inside linebacker. Uh, Vic said a bunch of players will not make the trip. They'll continue rehabbing at the facility, but he wasn't specific. You know, just guys I think that have been out a week or so, like Josie Jewell, um, Deion Sizer, uh, Marquis Spencer, Mac McCain, those kind of players with those hamstring and groin injuries just stay here, rehab here. Maybe you return to practice a week from today. So Josie Jewell, is that concern for Broncos fans? He's got that groin injury. Uh, obviously, Justin Sternod getting a big chance alongside Alexander Johnson, an inside backer. Is that cause for concern? Or maybe is that a blessing in disguise because Sternod obviously missed all of his rookie year with the, the wrist injury. Could he be a breakout candidate, dark horse candidate this year? Well, I think what Sternad's doing, you got to take advantage of the base down reps. He was playing a lot of nickel and dime in the first week or so of practice. You know, Josie's got this defense down mentally. The key is, is he practicing two weeks from now? Um, and not to play in the Ram game, but just to get his conditioning back. Because right now with that groin injury, you cannot do a lot of that. So, you know, the other guys, um, you know, Tim Patrick, this is his second injury of camp already. So maybe he went too hard, got some leg soreness. And McTelvin Ajim, you know, a guy you wrote about early in camp's got a, uh, a groin issue as well. You know, he's, on, he's not expected to practice against Minnesota. So, you know, Ajim would have had a huge opportunity this week to get in the rotation. He's just got to get healthy. Ajim trying to capitalize on that defensive line depth or lack thereof there to make an impact this year. We'll be tracking that, of course. DenverPost.com slash Broncos for continued coverage. Moving on to the final topic of the show here. Ryan, you'll be up in Egan tracking all the joint practices. What should Broncos fans expect from this? What are the Broncos going to get out of this? Are we going to see any melees, anything like that? You know, the thing about fighting with football helmets and pads on, stupid. So I think that's going to be the message for Vic Fangio. He, he, he made an interesting point. He's going to have the leaders of the Broncos players are going to meet with the leaders of the Vikings players before practice on Wednesday and say, hey, this is what we want to get out of this. Hey, let's not get our young guys – over exuberant, you know. It's and, and as Vic said, he goes, "You have a hundred. There's a hundred eighty man roster this week, not ninety. So he goes, they're all teammates for two days, and then you play on Saturday. So, you know, a couple things. You know, Justin Jefferson is a terrific receiver. He's been out with a shoulder injury. He would have challenged his Bronco defensive backs, but they still have Adam Thielen. And then um, I also think you look at the you know inside run game drills. You know, it's it's a still a thud practice, no tackling to the ground. But you know, it'd be interesting to see if they can the Broncos can get some creases. 
finally a chance to hit somebody else besides your own teammates here coming up for the Broncos. And one final note on these practices, should we expect to see any separation uh, in those couple O-line battles, most notably at right tackle, Bobby Massey, Calvin Anderson? I mean, who's it going to be? Is there is there going to be any chance for those two guys to separate from the pack? Yeah, I think it's Bobby Massey is the favorite right now. And, and you know, and, and center has not, is not a competition. Lloyd Cushenberry has taken every first-team rep. Quinn Miners is now working at guard. So um, they kind of abandoned that experiment pretty quickly. Yeah, huh? to me that meant that you know Vic was fine with Cushenberry, but I think uh, you know interesting who's who's the first right tackle up, and you know after that's Calvin Anderson. So to me on offense, that's really the only position battle for a starting spot besides quarterback. First in Orange podcast presented by the Denver Post. That's Ryan O'Halloran. This is Kyle Newman. Appreciate you listening in to today's show. Head to DenverPost.com/Broncos for continued coverage of the team. Until next time, folks, take it easy.